Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Drum Mantra Podcast. I am coming to you right now from Whole Foods. I'm walking around in the grocery store getting some food. Welcome to the Drum Mantra Podcast. This is Rich Stitzel, and it's time to go deeper with your practice. Uh, I have organic spinach in the cart. Now I'm grabbing some organic apples. And my favorite apple, you would think it's a jazz apple, because when those came out, of course, every jazz musician had to have a jazz apple. But my favorite apple is actually the Pink Lady. Pink Lady apples. They're sweet. They're crunchy. There's nothing worse than biting into an apple that's kind of mealy. And Pink Lady apples are usually not mealy. So, I'm getting those. And uh, some organic lemons because my wife eats lemons like most people eat, I don't know, candy or whatever. She eats lemons all the time, all day long. It's kind of crazy. I'm just coming from... I went to my stepdaughter's vocal jazz concert at her high school and also listened to all the jazz combos at her high school and um, it's interesting to hear high school kids play jazz it's uh <laughs> sometimes it's a little hard it's a little challenging you just I definitely uh wanted to actually I did talk to the coordinator afterwards and said hey I need to come clinic all these people and unfortunately, it's the end of their season, so I won't be doing that until next next fall, I guess. But I'll be going to the school and clinicking the jazz combos for sure. Um, there's just some little tricks. And, and actually, if you're listening and you're a high school musician, let me just tell you, let's just talk about drummers and bass players. And, well, I'll talk about the whole rhythm section. This is this was a, a common theme tonight, and it's a common theme every time I, I go and listen and work with high school kids. <clears throat> There's a lot of little details that are hard to pay attention to in the moment, and a lot of times uh, combo directors are usually horn, horn player of some sort. They're usually not rhythm section people, and that's fine, but the deal is... Rhythm sections kind of shape the whole vibe of what's going on on stage. And if the groove is solid, then it just it just puts everything in the right mood. And it's all about concentration. It's all about intention, and it's all about awareness. And it's and and it's also very very much about vibe. And when I say vibe, I mean understanding where you're coming from and understanding that you're having a kind of a musical conversation with each other. Um, High school kids seem to want to kind of experiment with some kind of chops a little bit too much. And there's a little bit too much uh, interjection and and movement. going on in the room section but here's here's one of the big ones <clears throat> the ride symbol the ride symbol almost 100% of the time when I hear 
high school age people playing the ride cymbal, they accent one and three. Ding, dock, a ding, dock, a ding, dock, a ding. And it kills the groove. If you're playing soul or funk, you definitely want to push the oh, God, you want to push some downbeats for sure. Um, but in jazz, the feel will just completely open up if the accent is on beats two and four. Ding, dog, a ding, dog, a ding, dog, a ding. Instead of ding, dog, a ding, dog, a ding. Ding, dog, a ding, dog, a ding, dog, a ding. So that's one thing. That's a huge one. That, that, that will change a lot in the feel of the rhythm section. The other thing is drummers, when you're playing a, that ride cymbal pattern, you don't always have to go ding, dog, a ding, dog, a ding, dog, a ding, dog, a ding. You can play quarter notes. It doesn't have to always be the swing pattern 1A, quarter note, eighth note triplet, first and third beats, quarter note, eighth note triplet, first and third beats. It can it can just groove. You know, you wanna you don't wanna have in, in jazz everything needs to be very organic and very uh, I always I always tell all the musicians if you can't sing it if it doesn't feel natural to sing it, then you shouldn't play it. Um, you know, you don't walk around going ding dog a ding dog a ding, like that version of whatever it is in your life. You might go ding 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 dog a ding dog a ding dog a ding ga dong ga dong dog a ding da ding ga da ding. So, opening it up a little bit, thinking about phrasing helps a lot, and just. Just, you know, having the patience and not having this, this sense of urgency where you feel like you have to fill up every single space with notes will totally change the maturity level of, of uh, the sound. <clears throat> so that's just one note for the drummer, drummers in general. And, uh, and then here's a note for the bass player and the drummer together. I always like to tell the bass player that he is playing, or she, there's actually a couple girls tonight, um, the bass player is, is, is also playing the ride cymbal. So I tell the bass player, think about the, every note you're playing, you're playing the ride. And then the drummer needs to think of the ride cymbal as if it were the bass. And if both are kind of kind of pushing the the two beat two and four just a little bit, just acting not not like huge crazy, just just let it let it let it kind of push on beat two and four. But Mary. The bass and the ride cymbal are married. They are one. They need to be one. The bass player and the drummer need to be connected as one. Uh, let me give a quick grocery update here. Let's see. Got some organic tortillas, organic farfalla. This is how you say it. Pasta. We've got coconut water. I've got a synergy organic kombucha. Got some organic marinara pasta sauce. A mystic all-natural pizza. And now I'm at the Olive Bar, which is one of our favorite places. And we love this the Cast let's see, the Castel Vetrano. Castel Vetrano. Oh, all my Italian 
All my Italian friends are going to be laughing at the way I pronounce this. I think it's Castel, Castelvetrano. Or maybe that's Spanish. Maybe it's Italian. I don't know. Uh, so that's the update on the Groshi thing. And back to the rhythm section. Um, so piano players and guitar players really need to figure out what each other are doing stay out of each other's way and I'm not using the, the concert I saw tonight I'm not like I'm not bagging on, on what they're what they were doing I'm just kind of reflecting on my experience with a lot of different high school things when I do like workshops and clinics with the school rhythm sections um, if someone's playing a solo the comping needs to be simplified the comping can be very very sparse you know you're trying to you're trying to create a place a safe space for the soloist you're trying to create a space where they can you know kind of get their get their uh, their vibe happening where they can work work their way around what they're what they're feeling and try to you know getting it out on their instrument and your job at that moment is not to do any kind of crazy interaction it's well I mean there are no rules, but as a listener, you know, it's one thing when you're playing, but then when you listen to music, there are certain things that would make me feel a whole lot more relaxed and comfortable if it were happening. So that's where I'm kind of coming from. So the comping instruments, simplify, simplify. Same with the drum chatter, like just play the pocket, play the pocket, a little bit of interjection if you're feeling it. Um, but that will clean up so much of what's going on. Uh, let's see here. What else? Oh, here's a huge one. Here's a huge one. Paying attention to the volume level of yourself in comparison with the ensemble. Um, this definitely happened tonight. A lot of balance issues. A lot of... Uh, you know, someone was just way louder than someone else. Um, a lot of times it was, the drums were too loud compared to everything else. And sometimes it was, uh, the guitar was loud. And, and it's really important to just always be conscious of what's happening and adjusting yourself accordingly. Um, I haven't gotten much more now. I'm trying to find some tortellini. Oh, there it is. Okay, I'm going to grab some tortellini, then I'll be working my way to the front of the store um, so the balance that's a, that's a thing and you know I'm not even going to get into the, the, the theory of jazz with the soloists but it's really important to uh, you know play the proper notes <laughs> I'll just say that a lot of times I hear younger jazz jazz kids and uh, somehow they they somehow hit every single note except the ones that actually work, which is a little 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 frustrating. And I'm sure it's frustrating as a player too, while you're kind of eking your way around. It's another it's another thing. Here's here here's here's the bottom line. You have to listen to jazz and really listen to it to be before you know how to play it. And the like, in particular, the performance I heard tonight. You can tell that these kids are are into jazz. They're 
they're into it. Um, they're a lot of them are super passionate. There, there were some of the kids that were very, very happening, and that does not come from just looking at a piece of paper and reading the notes on the page. It comes from studying the style and really understanding what it's all about. So that's super important. A lot of times you hear a big band trying to play a Count Basie tune, and they have no, they've never even heard Count Basie. So. Until you've heard Count Basie, you will not play a, a Count Basie tune and sound right. You have to understand how they phrase things, what the tempo is, what the interaction is, how sparse is the rhythm section, very, how grooving is it, completely. So there's a lot of things that, that uh, just take commitment and take time. And the unfortunate thing about school music programs is... The, you get to see the the band gets to do jazz band maybe three days a week. They're in a hurry. They've got 45 minutes. They've got to get tuned. They've got to prepare for a concert. They can't they can't they can't sit down and study the history of jazz and then start listening to their instrument. So it's kind of an unfortunate situation um, as compared to the old days. Where here's a great story. My grandfather um, would he lived in he lived near Kansas City. I think it was Kansas City. He, he grew up in Kansas. And when he was 13, he lived on a farm. And he played alto saxophone. And he literally would sneak out of his house and take the truck, the family truck. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if he was had permission to take it. But back then, I don't even know if there was a driver's license age or something. So 13... He would get get into the night into the clubs. This is way back, and you're gonna know what I'm saying as soon as I tell you. And here and and go listen to Charlie Parker. Hey everybody! Last night I said Charlie Parker, and I just got off the phone with my mom because I wanted to confirm that, and she believes it was Lester Young. She doesn't remember it being Charlie Parker. She thought it was Lester Young and the Count Basie guys. So uh, let's go with Lester Young instead of Charlie Parker. Now, back to the podcast. And there were even times, he said that there were times where he would actually drive some of the musicians from the Count Basie band, put them in the truck, and like drive them back to wherever they were staying. That's crazy stuff. But the commitment and the passion of like being willing to risk everything, you know, if you're sneaking out of your house to go listen to Lester Young play saxophone back in the in the 30s it's a big deal and there's no school to say here are the notes that you play over this chord progression you have to listen and there's no records like you're going to hear Charlie Parker live you're not going to go home and, and, and pull up Spotify in the 1930s you're going to memorize what you hear I mean think about the think about how powerful people's memories were before recorded music was a popular thing I mean, even if, even if they did have recordings, the number of people that, that were, you know, well off enough to own a record player and then to own a jazz record, I mean, you might own a gospel recording, who knows, I, I don't even know back then, but I know that when you don't have options, especially technology options of records and cassettes and CDs and all this stuff, your memory has to be super sharp. And if you are 
in love with something so much as jazz, you are going to hear it and memorize what you're hearing and go back and figure it out. So it's a whole different thing. And unfortunately, that that quality of, of thinking and, and attention is is kind of getting a losing a foothold with humanity in general with all topics because we don't have to have awesome memories anymore we don't have to remember who all the presidents of the united states were we can just google it so we're in a different time now and of course there are lots of things that are inspiring the younger generations besides listening to you know count basie we have bands like Snarky Puppy, and we have Chris Potter, and we have, you know, all these, you know, Ben Wendell and, and uh, um, his band, uh, can't think of it, Anybody, all these killer bands that are that are out now, um, doing great progressive stuff that the young people are listening to. So things are definitely evolving, and it's great, and. People are busy, so development doesn't happen as quickly as it probably did in the past, but we're more advanced, so who knows what the balance is. Um, that being said, I just picked up the last item in my shopping cart, which is a chocolate cherries and almond dark chocolate bar. And I am approaching the checkout lane, so I'm going to sign off. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or would like for me to talk about anything, please get in touch. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Hey, hey, how's it going? Thank you so much for listening to the Drum Mantra Podcast. Your time and attention is much appreciated. I would love it if you went to the iTunes store and left a rating. And please share this with anybody that you think would like to go deeper with their practice. Take care.